This is the Shape America podcast, hosted by Colin Brooks and Matt Pomeroy, making 50 million strong by 2029. Welcome to the Shape America podcast, What's in Your Action Pack edition, and I'm your host, Matt Pomeroy. Again, this is our uh, series that we're launching again this year with special guest speakers from around the nation. And really, the idea of an action pack came around uh, back last summer uh, when Stephanie Sandino was getting mentally ready to go back to school. And Stephanie's mind created the vision of a backpack. And inside that backpack, you've got different tools that we bring to school. And these tools are both concrete and abstract, and they make up stuff that help me as an educator and as a person grow as well as help all my students, you know, chase down the red rubber ball and enjoy the year in physical education class. So again, uh, today we're excited to be sharing this evening with an awesome fellow educator named Kevin Tiller. And on this Action Pack podcast, we will be discussing Kevin's goals for this upcoming school year, just new ideas that they'll be implementing. Um, We'll talk about some self-care and some reflection. And uh, right now I'm going to send it over to Kevin and uh, just going to have Kevin introduce himself and and uh, just let you know a little bit about how long he's been teaching, where he's teaching, and um, those kind of things. And uh, off to you, Kevin. Thank you, Matt. And I'd like to say thank you uh, to Matt and Shape America for giving me an opportunity to talk about one of my passions, which is physical education. As Matt said, my name is Kevin Tiller, and I currently teach at a kindergarten through fifth grade school in Andover, Massachusetts. It's a school called West Elementary. And I'm entering my 21st year of teaching. And I've taught in both Massachusetts and New Hampshire at the kindergarten through eighth grade level throughout my career. In 2015, I was named the 2015 Elementary Physical Education Teacher of the Year in the state of Massachusetts. And I'm also the creator of the Phys Ed Review website. And in terms of my education background, I have a Bachelor of Science degree from Plymouth State University uh, in physical education with a concentration on teacher certification and a master's degree in kinesiology from the University of New Hampshire with a concentration on adapted physical education. All right. Yeah. Thanks again, Kevin. And, you know, we just appreciate you being on the show and, you know, we thank you for being here and, um, you know, we've got a lot of people tuning in here just to, uh, learn from you. And, um, you know, we kind of selected the name Kevin Tiller as we were thinking about this back to school action pack. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Kevin, uh, He's very organized and always ready for the next school year and uh, just always sharing out some really great things um, at Phys Ed Review on Twitter. Um, And uh, I know Kevin can kind of throw out a few other uh, probably Twitter usernames that he has and things like that. And you're welcome to do that. But, uh, you know, Kevin, I think at the end of last year, maybe with a month uh, before the end of the school year has already kind of made tweaks to his scope and sequence and uh, tweeting out pictures of, of you know, what he's going to be doing for that, uh, you know, for next year. So that's kind of one of our thoughts. And um, it seemed like, boy, just at the end of the school year, too, Kevin was already starting to think about, uh, you know, his, his next year's theme uh, within his classroom, which is really neat. And it was like picture after picture after picture of Kevin kind of putting this stuff up. So, uh 
we love uh, your excitement for physical education and thanks for setting such a good example for us and uh, definitely someone to look up to uh, for many, many different reasons. So uh, thanks, Kevin. And I guess just to dive into this here, um, what we're looking for uh, for the first question of the Action Pack podcast here is uh, just, you know, do you have what are your goals for the school year? And, you know, maybe you have one just major goal. Um, you've got a goal with a couple, you know, minor minor goals underneath it. Uh, anything and everything uh, is willing. Uh, we, we can be willing to talk about here. So just let us know what your goal or goals are for this upcoming school year. And uh, we're looking forward to hearing about it. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, I, I've always kind of been that way. I've always wanted to um, kind of look ahead and make any minor tweaks or whatever to my yearly plan and the things that I wanted to do with my students. So, um, you know, not not saying that I forsake what I'm doing at that moment because by no means do I do that. But I'm always trying to, you know, make it better. You know, for me, good is not good enough. And I've always wanted to kind of push my teaching and, and just uh, make it the best experience I can for my kids. Um, in terms of goals, um, I'm going to give you two different answers. One is um, we have in our school district uh, two different goals that we as teachers have to do. One is called a professional practice goal and another one is a student learning goal. And professional practice is just what it says. You know, what can you learn about? What can you do um, to teach uh, in a better way for your students? So it's like might be a, a particular program or, or a particular um, a way of teaching or whatever it is and then the other one is student learning so you know how can i prove student learning in my classes um right now i'm undecided as of what i want to do for my professional practice but for my student learning goal i think i want to revolve it around um, health-related fitness and students understanding what the health-related fitness components are and what types of activities can help enhance health-related fitness. We don't fitness test for a variety of reasons, but I think it's important for students to know that information going forward uh, when they get into the middle school and the high school. And that being said, um, I don't have to do it for every single grade. I just have to sort of target specific grade levels. So I'm going to specifically target fourth and fifth grade um, and then kind of go from there. In terms of other goals, like I always have other things that I want to work on and, and things of that nature. One of them is I want to have, um, and I've developed these and I've created these, is uh, take-home fitness calendars that the students can, uh, you know, use and and use at home and do with actual family members. Some of the things on there says that, you know, you try to do I don't know, 50 jumping jacks um, with a family member or friend. So I'm trying to incorporate more of that at home. Um, and the other thing that I want to do, too, is I want to do um, a recess club. I was able to get a second set of FitSet Pro pedometers um, for my regular classes. And the ones that I have been using for the past four years, I want to have students be able to sign those out and use those during recess and be able to log in at the end. And I'm fortunate in the fact that um, I only have three fourth and fifth grade classes. I have two fourth and one fifth. So there'll be like a designated day that students can actually go and sign those out. So um, on my pedometer program, I can just have a separate class of, you know, it'll be their recess class if they want to come in and do that. So those are just kind of more, you know, uh, not specified goals, but things that I definitely want my students to be able to um, have an opportunity to do and to really see the benefits of fitness going forward. Uh, yeah, thanks for sharing that, Kevin. And again, just love your attitude as you, you know, just constantly reflecting on your practice which we'll kind of get to you know a little bit later and 
you know, while still, you know, uber focused on the day to day, um, you know, tasks that you have to do as an educator. And, you know, we know that you're living in that moment and enjoying every moment, but in the same sense, you know, thinking about how to adjust things for next year and, and automatically starting to do that. And, uh, like I said, we just absolutely love that attitude. And then boom. All right. I want to really reiterate, uh, the student learning outcomes that, you know, Kevin's talking about here. And again, it's that understanding of how to, you know, stay healthy and fit, maybe using the fit principle, whatever else. Uh, but it is, it is testing on that knowledge and understanding. All right. That's what we're looking for. It's not how many pacers can you get? Can you improve by this much? Can you, you know, it's, um, it's that knowledge and understanding of those components of fitness that again, can lead to that healthy, active life. Um, and I've gone through a couple cycles, uh, you know, being on cycle. And again, that is my focus as well, that knowledge and understanding of the five components of fitness. And we get pretty deep into it at a seventh and eighth grade level, but, uh, that's awesome. So thank you again for sharing that. I do feel like that is extremely important. I love the, activity calendars and, uh, uh, you know, your, your recess activities that you're trying to do, um, having them wear pedometers and things like that, I'm sure it really challenges them to move. So, uh, we hope to, you know, that you can continue to update us on those things throughout the year and then on Twitter and everything else. And, uh, you've kind of given us some ideas of, of things you might be implementing in this coming school year, but, uh, uh that's our next question kind of leading into that. Like what else are you thinking about implementing? Um, what else are you planning on doing that's new this year, whether it's, you know, a way that you're teaching or, or a unit or things you're having your students go through. So I really look forward to hearing uh, what's new, what you're going to give a shot. All right. Thanks. All right, Matt. So this is what I'm going to do this year. Um, one of the things that I planned uh, every year is I always want to try to do something different that I haven't done the year before. So one year it was cup stacking, right? So now I can have that in my program because I've done it over and over again. Uh, one year it was orienteering. So this year I thought about, you know, what is something that I can do with my students? And I'm primarily talking about grades three through five right now, because my younger students, I still work on a lot of the uh, fundamental uh, basics and things like that. So one of the things that I thought about, which I thought would be neat, is a, a unit called Things with Strings. And it would include many different things like Diabolos, Yo-Yos, something called an Astro Jacks, uh, Lassos, just some different things that the kids have never done before. And to be honest with you, I haven't done them either um, other than Yo-Yo and the um, Diabolos. So some of these other things, I'm going to kind of be learning along with them. You know, sure, I'm going to give them um, some instruction and things like that based on what I have read and some of the things that I practice. But um, I'm going to be kind of doing it with them. So that's one thing that I'm um, implementing this year. Um, and in terms of just what I teach from, from year to year, um, when the grade level outcomes came out uh, back about five, six years ago, that was like, you know, it was like water to a thirsty man because up until that point, you know, I could read some books about, uh, you know, what I should be implementing in class and things like that. But that really gave me a good skeleton and a structure for what it is that I wanted to be teaching um, you know, from that point forward. So, you know, a lot of my units revolve around things like uh, the topics of foot skills, throwing and catching, uh, striking with implements, volleying, things like that, hand dribbling. So I, I go and I revisit these, these skills a couple of times during the year uh, based, you know, and it's all based on the appropriateness of the grade level. So what I'm doing in um, 
you know, kindergarten, first grade for hand dribbling is going to be very different from what I do in fourth and fifth grade. Whereas, you know, the foundation for kindergarten and first grade is just basic dribbling. Fourth and fifth grade is really taking that skill and, and applying it in, uh, you know, a small group game type of activity, putting pressure on the students to see how they perform and, and how they can, uh, you know, basically try to get better in those situations. Because I know that once they get into the middle school in our school district, that's what they do. They take the skills that we have worked on and then they put them into the three on threes and the four on fours and things like that as they go up and up and then eventually into the high school in our district where the students get to basically choose the type of um, uh, you know course they want to take, whether it's competitive team sports or whether it's personal fitness or things like that. So, you know, our district, I think, does a good job at you know laying the foundation of the skills and then again, taking those skills that we have taught them in elementary school, putting them into a middle school to where they can put it in a game situation. And then at the high school, they kind of take it from there. What do they want to do to continue to be active for a lifetime? So I guess that's the long and short answer of it all. But um, some of the things that I do in my kindergarten through second grade that I don't do with my older kids, like I'll still do things like hula hoops and bean bags and deck rings and things like that. To whereas my older students, um, I'm doing some, you know, different things. Like, like I said, things with strings will be something. Cup stacking is another one and um, circus activities and things like that. So, you know, I just try to vary it, make it interesting for everybody. And uh, but at the same time, never forgetting that those foundational skills in K to two are so important. So I'm doing so much uh, locomotor skills. I do locomotor skills all the time in many different situations with pathways and levels and things like that. So it's just kind of, uh, um, again, the foundation that builds upon each other that uh, gets com you know, a little bit more complex, a little bit more difficult as it goes forward, but still ensuring student success as we go. All right, Kevin. Yeah, thanks for giving us this that kind of like look into, uh, you know, I mean, partially your scope and sequence and and a lot of ideas that you know you're kind of utilizing, uh, you know, throughout the different years of 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 PE class and uh, a good reminder just on you know grade level outcomes and the things that they cover. And and you're absolutely right. It sure was nice to get that direction, uh, you know, by seeing those specific grade level outcomes and can definitely take us on a, on a great course. Um, so, yeah, thanks. Uh, again, we just appreciate that. And it's just thinking about, you know, uh, just kind of that balance of life. And, you know, you kind of take care, of course, your class and, you know, your home and your family. And I know you, you know, do traveling and presenting and things like that. So uh, just with all the other extracurricular kind of things you have going on in normal, you know, day-to-day life activities like uh what's your self-care plan like how do you stay on top of it and you know what are the things that you do to make sure uh kevin tiller is that that best kevin you could possibly be you know for for every class and you know, for your family at home and just everything else so just looking at uh kind of a deeper dive into you know your self-care so really look forward to hearing it well, Matt, when I think of the word self-care, I think about those things that, you know, help me to stay focused on the more important things. Um, obviously, my family is very important to me and having the ability to kind of detach myself from my job and from my responsibilities as a phys ed teacher and in the phys ed community, I think is important. You know, it's it's all about balance, right? You got to have a balance of everything. Um, one of the things that I enjoy a lot is um, sitting by water. <laughs> you know, and it doesn't matter what water it is. It could be a lake, it could be a river, it could be the ocean. To me, I'm just drawn to that. And that to me, whether it's, it, it might be the smell of the water, it might be the smell of the air, the fresh air and things, that really kind of keeps me 
balance, so to speak. And I'd like to say I do a lot of it. I don't do enough of it, to be honest with you. Um, up here in the Northeast where we live, it's not so easy to go out and sit by water when it's 10 degrees out. You know about that, Matt, right? <laughs> so, um, but you know, when I can, I try to do it. Uh, my family and I, we enjoy spending time outdoors. Um, and another thing that's huge for me, and it's been ever since I can remember, is music. Like to me, music is what either calms me down or gets me going. You know what I mean? And when I say gets me going, like I could, I could be driving home after a hard day and I would pop in some music, maybe some, you know, people might think, well, it's some nice mellow music. No, at the end of the day, sometimes I just need some of that hard rock and drive and rock and roll in order to just kind of get that emotion out of me. And then, you know, I'm good for the rest of the day. On the flip side, though, I do enjoy sitting by like the ocean and, and listening to certain uh, artists and things like that, that do mellow me out there too. So, you know, I guess it all depends on the situation and uh, how I feel at the moment. Um, like I said, you know, outdoors has been, it's funny because, you know, the more and more technology um, excites me, the more and more I see it getting in the way of some of the things that are just the most basic things that we need in order to, I think, just be good people. And that is connecting with nature, connecting with outdoors. Um, and I have to thank my wife for that. She's a huge outdoors person. She loves birding. She loves birds. She's taught me a ton about plants and stuff. She's got an unbelievable mind. So when we're outside, she's like, oh, look at this, look at that. And it really kind of, you know, balances me out, you know, so I'm very happy I married her for obvious reasons, but um, for other reasons as well as she kind of keeps that balance for me. So, you know, I, I think it's important to have these conversations because, you know, one of the things that I really enjoyed uh, last year, not this past year, but the year before when I went to the PE Institute is Colin Brooks had a session on self-care. And um, it was nice to have a bunch of phys ed teachers in that room at the same time. And I was able to talk to a number of different ones who um, are very involved in the phys ed community, whether it's through social media or their websites or things like that, which I can relate to because when you put yourself out there, more and more people want sort of a piece of you to be able to share with, you know, maybe people in their school districts and things like that. And I've had to um, take a step back and, and say the word no a bunch of times. And it's not that I don't want to do it. It's just there's not enough time in my day to be able to do it at the same time. Keep me, like you said, on top of your game. So, you know, I guess that's the long and short answer is that I, I, I try to do as much as I can outdoors. Music is a huge thing for me. Um, I enjoy taking very long walks. <laughs> it doesn't have to be on the beach either. It could just be around. But once again, I got to have my music with me. And when I do, I just feel like I'm, I'm a better person because of it. So that's my answer, long and short of it. Kevin, those were some seriously awesome thoughts on self-care and just really appreciate you sharing them with us and uh, share a lot of the same kind of thoughts as you do. It is always pretty awesome to be by water. And for me, it's like those running streams are just some of the coolest sounds and just to be able to kind of sit out there and take it all in and forget everything else is perfect. And uh, same kind of thing with the music. It's nice sometimes to have that calm music and, um, you know, sometimes you need that um pump you up and kind of rock and roll as well so I, I definitely feel that one and um yeah i like how you know we love technology and uh, we think it's a pretty big part of our lives but it's really important to shut that down sometimes and like you say get outside and like the idea on birds and plants and my wife is pretty similar as well it taught me a lot about that and it's always good just to be outside with them and and get away with that 
with that family as well and um, just kind of enjoy it with them without those other distractions that we kind of talked about. And I was at Colin's session as well at the National P Institute um, on self-care and it was amazing and it was great just to connect and talk uh, to other educators about that. Um, and I definitely agree, um, you know, that saying no is sometimes what we have to do, especially when you get to a point uh, where we're, we're as busy as we, you know, sometimes are right now. So um, that's really good thoughts. And just finally to kind of sum this up and wrap this up, uh, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on reflection, how you reflect on uh, your lessons, um, how you reflect on your year, um, how you reflect during the day, um, maybe how you get your students reflect, really uh, kind of any thoughts you have um, or all the thoughts you would like to share with us about reflection. Uh, we do feel like that is extremely important as well, and it's a big part of our action pack, so can't wait to hear it. Well, one of the things that I've always tried to do is um, I write down things. Like, I'm the king of sticky notes. So I'm always writing down um, how things went during the class, what things I can do differently next time. Or as a class is going on, I'm thinking about, oh, I could do this, or I can do that, or I can make this modification or that modification. So the next time that I do it, I have that already written down. And um, I also write down a lot of things. I have a small little notebook that I have that um, I actually just replaced because um, I've had it for a long time and I've just been writing things in it. And as much as I want to be that, that guy that uses technology all the time, like, you know, maybe writing down some ideas in a notes app or, or open up a Google doc or something like that. To me, it's still important for me to write down things. Um, because I guess it, it solidifies it in my mind more than I guess just typing does. So, you know, and I'm already thinking about what I'm going to do differently for next year. You know, I know it's only October, but at the same time, I sat there and I went, okay, I didn't like the way that this went this year, or I did like the way that this went. I'm going to do this again next year. So I guess it's just a constant thing with me. Like, for me, good is not good enough. It's it's just got to be better. And, uh, you know, that might drive some people crazy, but that's just the way that my mind works. And I always try to, you know, make it the best experience I can for my kids. Um, and I think that just goes... It goes all the way back to me just um, when I came out of high school, I knew exactly what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a phys ed teacher. I went in to my freshman year as a physical education major, and I wanted to teach. And um, I had a huge influence uh, my senior year of high school. I had a, uh, one of my PE teachers, and he was also the football coach uh, from Nebraska. He, uh, he was my phys ed teacher for senior year and also for you know senior year football, and he just the way that he was with kids was just great. And, you know, albeit they are high school kids, but at the same time, he just had a great way about him. And I said, you know what, that's what I want to do. I want to be like that guy. I want to be the one that just, you know, influences kids for the good. You know, I know I didn't want to have a job where I sat behind a desk all day. I just knew I didn't want to do that. And when, you know, I was fairly good at sports and things like that, but you know, when I saw him interacting with the kids, I said, that's what I want to do. So you know, I guess that's the long and short of it is I just, I'm constantly reflecting, constantly thinking about how I can make things better. Awesome, Kevin. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on pencil and paper. And, um, you know, sometimes all those other digital things and digital tools, sometimes it's actually easier to get lost or like you say, forgot about. So sometimes that special notepad and, and pencil and pen and, um, you know, it can really just be the most simple tool, um, yet the best. Um, so again, yeah, we just appreciate your thoughts on that constant reflection. And I think that's really key for our profession. And 
Just wanted to say just a big thank you for coming on the Shape America podcast and sharing everything that's in your action pack. Um, I know I picked up quite a bit of tidbits of information from you um, as definitely some things that I can implement into my teaching as well. So uh, on behalf of Colin and Stephanie, uh, Matt Pomeroy and Kevin, thank you for being on the Shape America podcast.